What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Sauce here at the First Round by Podcast. And unfortunately, I am not accompanied by my boy, Jose. He is actually a little bit under the weather right now. So you guys get me for this episode. This is, I believe, episode 33. On this one, we are actually going to be talking about the recent retirement announcements by two very, very long-standing individuals. We are talking about both Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, who was pretty much a career backup, and Frank Gore. We're going to be talking about what what they brought to the table. All right, so let's go ahead and get into this. So Frank Gore, let's start out with him. Uh, one of the big things about him is just his longevity as a running back. That is just so unheard of these days. Uh, he actually started out, he actually had a decade-long career with, uh, looks like, San Fran, uh, which is kind of nuts. I did not realize that. I actually am checking out the uh, the statistics and everything through Pro Football Reference, so that's how I'm getting my information. Uh, he actually was drafted, I believe, in 2005. 2005 and spent all the way up to uh, 2014. Uh, with the San Francisco 49ers. And then he went on to play in 2015 with the Indy Colts. And then he had a year stint in Miami, Buffalo, and then finally the Jets. That's kind of nuts to me. And it's mostly nuts to me because of the fact that he just, I mean, he was very, very, very consistent. That is, by my calculations, 16-year career. A 16-year career for a running back. That is absolutely nuts. Especially since most running backs start to fall off after about three or four years. I mean, let's be honest. Most of the time, they start falling off the map after about the uh, third or fourth season. That's whenever they start slowing down. That's whenever the um, all the injuries might start piling up. All the use and abuse that they've gotten. Especially if they're a workhorse running back. Hell, I mean, even if they aren't a workhorse running back, they still incur a lot of abuse and everything. So, uh, but here's here's one big thing. A lot of the message boards that I've been looking at and a lot of the social media that I've seen has been asking the same question. Does Frank Gore deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Uh, me personally, and I actually talked to uh, Jose off, off the, uh, well, in, in person, in real life. We talked about this. And whenever we were talking about it, we actually we actually disagreed for once on what we thought. Uh, for me personally, I don't really think that, that Frank Gore has the, uh, the pedigree for it. Granted, uh, I mean, if it's based off of longevity, then my goodness. I mean, yeah, put him in there. But... He was mostly unspectacular for for most of his career. I mean, he had quite a few uh, thousand yard seasons. It looks like, by my calculations, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So, actually, you know what? Nine of his sixteen years. So that's a little bit more than like what sixty five percent, sixty percent, something like that. Uh, so he had at least a thousand yard season. But didn't really have um, 
any seasons where he, uh, he only eclipsed double digit touchdowns in one season. That was in 2009. But for the most part, my, my biggest issue with Frank Gore is just the fact that, and this was brought up on another social media post, is just the fact that he was never, uh, he was never looked at in his career as one of the top tier guys. He was always looked at as kind of like one of those middling running backs. Uh, I mean, he was reliable as evidenced by the fact that, <laughs> I mean, he had a uh, 16 year career. Yeah. I think we decided he had a 16 year career. And so, I mean, that's reliability. You're available f- for 16 years. And what's even kind of crazy about that, too, is that he played in most of the games. Uh, looks like in 2019, whenever he played for Buffalo, uh, he only he, – he was available for – actually, no, he was available for 16, but he only started eight games. So, But all the other ones, he – double digit starts except for his rookie year his rookie year he was available for all 14 well for all 14 wow wow i'm stupid Uh, he was available for 14 games but he only started one game uh but man um that season he did he did really well uh especially as a rookie but either way like i said me personally i don't really know if he's deserving of being in the hall um and it's mostly just because i mean he was he was never really super spectacular, at least not in my opinion. I never looked at him as one of the top tier running backs. Um, he does have some pretty pretty decent stats, but uh, never he only eclipsed uh, he only eclipsed fifteen hundred yards one year, and that was in two thousand six. Um, other than that, he he didn't. And some of his uh, some of the other years that he didn't hit a thousand. It looks like, except for the last uh, three or four years, he he came close to it, but he just he didn't eclipse it. But I do know that San Fran used him a lot, and that's that's what's also nuts to me. And you know what? I got I'm I'm over here just kind of shitting on the dude. I shouldn't be shitting on him because of the fact that he lasted for a, almost a decade in San Fran. That is absolutely nuts. That's the place that I remember him from is San Fran. And I just always remember him being this bruising tailback that was just super reliable. That's what I remember him for. And so I got to I gotta put some respect on his name. Got to put some respect on it because of the fact that, you know what, even though, even though he did not, he wasn't ever very spectacular, he was still a good running back. And so, yeah, I apologize, Frank Gore. I don't mean to, I don't mean to completely shit on you, especially since I mean you got the longevity and everything. But I'm sure that we will hear from Jose soon. Um, we'll figure out a way. Uh, I might bring this up on the next episode that we do together and everything because the, this is just and it's kind of unheard of that we have two players that are retiring that have such longevity and for different reasons you know um but yeah no Frank Gore he he was always a solid running back never never like one of the top tier guys uh now if you guys disagree uh let me know in the comments please let me know in the comments because obviously my opinion is not the end-all be-all so I'm open to criticism and everything bring bring your best let me know 
I, I'm down to, uh, to talk some football with people in the comments section. But anyway, with that being said, what we're going to do is actually move on to Mr. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, that dude, he was one of my favorite players for a while. Just because if you look up, if you look up backup quarterback in the dictionary, his bearded face is going to be plastered all over it. And part of the reason why was because he was literally, literally probably the perfect backup. He is the kind of guy that would come in and just win, win games. Uh, now, if you made him the starter, yeah, you're not really going to, you're not going to get what you want uh, as evidenced by, um, what was it? It was, looks like 2017, 2018, whenever he was uh, playing in, in Tampa. I remember there was a, <laughs> there was a time, I think that it was him and Jameis Winston. I, I think that that was whenever they were getting ready to move on from Jameis. But I still remember, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick coming to all of his um, – because I think that the Bucks were on a winning streak, and he was going to all the press conferences dressed in the full nines, just like – he looked He looked badass. He looked like a rock star. And he was just like – he had the whole persona. He was talking like a rock star and everything. He knew that he was a badass at that time. But <laughs> – <laughs> but then, of course, Bad Ryan came out. So if you have to start him, if you have to hand over the keys to your franchise to Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, there's a reason why he only lasted a few years in each place, uh, and that's because of the fact that he was very streaky. But he could come in, and if your quarterback goes down, uh, most of the time you're not going to really be too upset about the fact that uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick was coming in. But let's take a look real quick. So, wow. I, so, he, I believe that he was drafted in the seventh round. Uh, let, me, let me fact check myself. You'll have to forgive me because this is the first time that I actually have a working computer and a working laptop since I'm at home right now. Then I can actually look stuff up it, without having to grab my phone and everything draft let's see okay so uh he was drafted 250th overall um in 2005 by st louis i don't even remember him playing for the rams that's that's bad but he was drafted out of harvard so he was a seventh round pick seventh round pick and i believe i saw somewhere that he is actually the highest earning seventh round pick of all time he earned over his career, I believe, $85 million. $85 million. That's not bad for a seventh rounder because <laughs> most seventh rounders, for one, they don't even, they usually don't even make it. Uh, I think the second highest was in like the 45 or 50 mil range, and that was Matt Castle. Uh, but that's, that's just absolutely nuts to me. And he had a long career. So let's see. Uh, he played in Buffalo for four years, played in. Uh, Played in Miami for a couple years. Uh, played in Cincinnati for a couple years. New York Jets for a couple years. Um, the Rams for a couple years. Tampa for a couple years. Houston for a year. Uh, Washington for a year. And of course, uh, part of the reason why I really liked him too was because he is a former Titan as well. And I distinctly remember 
him coming in for a few games and just lighting it up and then coming in for another few games and <laughs> sucking ass. <laughs> so, uh, but I've always had mad respect for him because, um, like he, he had some of the most magical throws too. He actually, uh, if I can find the clip, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to add it to it. Cause I'm not like Jose. I'm not a wizard when it comes to editing. So more than likely, don't expect the clip to be on here. But there was a, a play recently. Uh wanna say when he was was it with Miami? I believe it was he was it was either when he was with Miami or when he was with Washington. But uh a defender was grabbing him by the face mask and pulling him down and he threw a deep pass that got that was caught i can't remember i know it was caught for a huge gain i can't remember if it was a touchdown or not if i can find that clip i will add it in here uh somehow some way maybe i don't know we'll we'll see um if not just hopefully you guys remember that cuz that was epic but he's had a few games like that He's had a few times where it's where he has done stuff like that, which is just absolutely incredible. the the dude The dude was a monster for a while. So let's see. He had. Let me count it up. Sorry. So four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen. So seventeen year career as well. Oh well, Frank Gore had 10, 13, 16. So that is nuts. That is absolutely nuts. So. Both of them, both Frank Gore and Ryan Fitzpatrick, both lasted for over a decade, which, for one, it's crazy for running backs because of the fact that most running back shelf life is no more than about five, six years. Five, six years tops. Frank Gore lasted for 16 years. Ryan Fitzpatrick, backups. Backups only last, I want to say, maybe about, maybe if they're good, maybe five to seven years, maybe if that, and this fool lasted for 17 seasons, 17 seasons. That is absolutely nuts. But he also played for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different teams, nine different teams in, in 17 seasons. I do think that it would have been a cool feat for him to have played for like half the league. (laughs) I still think, I think that that's a meme somewhere on the internet that, Poor Ryan Fitzpatrick never played for all teams. That would have been amazing. But it looks like, per pro football reference, he had 13 comebacks and 18 game-winning drives. 13 comebacks, 18 game-winning drives. It's not bad. Not bad at all. That That's pretty much good for a game-winning drive every season. And I do remember distinctly that there was a uh, there was a game that he, that he was playing – with the Titans against, um, man, I can't remember who it was. That's so bad. But he threw, I believe, four touchdown passes. Yeah, he kept he kept the Titans in the game. It was nuts. And it's kind of like, I mean, like I said before, we I'm sure we all, if you if you've been a football fan for a long time, I mean, obviously, 17 year career, um, then you know who Ryan Fitzpatrick is. Not only do you know who he is, but you know what he is capable of. And the dude is just like, like he's had moments where you're just in awe and the moments where you're just like, what the hell, man? But, but yeah, so those two guys, bravo, bravo on some excellent careers. 
Uh, Frank Gore, don't know if you're going to be going to the hall. Um, honestly, it seems like the media loves him. And so a lot of times, you know, sometimes they have a little bit more pull than, than you would hope for them to. But I don't think that he's def- he's definitely not going to be a first ballot. That's for sure. But I do think that at some point they they might look at it and say, you know what? Even though he wasn't the greatest uh, at much of anything, he still he had the longevity, which was which is just absolutely nuts. So, um, congrats on congrats. Wow, I said that really weird. Congratulations on a longstanding career. Also, Ryan Fitzpatrick, congratulations. Uh, for being the top paid seventh rounder out of uh, Harvard. That means that dude, hopefully, hopefully he didn't suffer any like brain damage or anything from any of these hits that he took. Same with Frank Gore. Same with Frank Gore. I really hope that both those guys, because that's one of the big things that, that happens in pro football, uh, just football in general are, is it like head trauma and head hits and everything. So I'm really hoping that post, retirement and everything. I really hope the best for them. I hope that that stuff doesn't come back to bite them in the ass because um, at the end of the day, it's for our entertainment. I definitely appreciate it. I respect the hell out of it because I absolutely just, I love football. And I'm sure if Jose was here, he would also be saying he loves football. And that's part of the reason why we started this podcast. So, we both, I, I speak for Jose, and I'm sure I can speak for him whenever, whenever I say, we both hope that they have excellent careers outside of football um, at the end of the day. And I do know that he posted on social media um, a big-ass thank you to like a bunch of people. He was uh, almost 40. Almost 40. Uh, let me see how old, in closing, I want to see how old Frank Gore is. Because that'd be really cool too, to see. Also 40, almost 39. Jeez. These guys. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So unfortunately, I do not have my wonderful co-host, Jose, over here. If you guys could, uh, drop him some love. Because... it's never easy being not feeling well and everything. I know that he really wanted to record, but we both kind of made the decision that um, we're going to try this uh, remote episode, at least this this time, because we really wanted to put out some content since we both had um, prior engagements. So because we've both had prior engagements, then um, we haven't been able to put out content. So we apologize for that. We are going to definitely still try to continue to uh, keep up with the content. If you enjoyed this video, make sure you drop a like and comment down below. Let us know because we might try and do it again just in a pinch. Obviously, my preference is to be able to have my one of my best friends, my co-host, Jose, here. Because uh, talking to you guys about football, it's fun. But I also really enjoy having my co-host with me. So... With that being said, I need you guys to definitely show some love to this video. Show some love to Jose. Uh, wish him well getting getting back into the swing of things and everything. Um, he's just a little under the weather. so. But um, I, <laughs> with that being said, make sure you guys go check out firstroundbuy.com. It's got all your first round buy needs. It's got our... 
I've, I've linked our Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, um, all that good stuff, uh, YouTube, Spotify. Uh, go check us out on all the streaming platforms and everything. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Comment, subscribe, like, all that good stuff. Just show us some love. And if you would like some fire merch, uh, we've also got a link to our merch site. We've got pint glasses, we got coffee mugs, we got hoodies, we got tank tops, we got shirts, we got everything you might want and need that is first round buy related. But with that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I know this is kind of different because uh, we got no Jose, but I still appreciate you guys tuning in. This was first round buy podcast signing out. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.